Hello, everyone. Happy Friday, and welcome back to the Funny Business Podcast. This is episode 30, the big 3-0, and hopefully you guys still enjoy this podcast because not many people like you after you're 30. Um, Mike, to start the show today, that's a thing. I don't, that's really? A, don't give me I that know that. That's a thing. No, <laughs> but I think it's more so like people don't care about you when you're 30, not that they don't like you. So it's like you turn 30, whatever. But for us, it means we're only getting better. Absolutely. But, but how I wanted to start the show today, it's been a crazy week, but we had news this past week that they are 90% done with a coronavirus vaccine. Oh, and that man. is something that we can all get behind. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, no matter what your political affiliation is, I think it's good to know that we're finally getting somewhere as far as the progress with the this whole COVID-19 also known as the worst year ever, 2020, yep. all that stuff put together, just mingled in. But hey, the best thing that came out of it was the fact that we started a podcast 30 episodes ago, that, 30 weeks ago. That's true. <laughs> it is a, it's a crazy time. But I mean, there's still a long ways for them to go. But the fact that they're close means there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like we're finally seeing maybe, I don't know, I'm not going to give a timeline, but all right. could be a while, but at least we're close. We're getting, we're making progress. Yes, we are making progress, Matt, and uh, we're certainly thinking of everyone who's involved in the preparation and execution of the vaccine. So, absolutely, uh, and that doesn't mean you can stop wearing your mask. Keep wearing your no. mask. Social distance, mask. as we'll talk about later in the show. Yes, we will. But before we talk about that, Matt, we are going to talk about some fun entertainment topics for today. Uh, we do want to mention for those who were listening last week's episode. Uh, we had a sponsor, which is the Sponsor Me Honey Contest. Uh, we found out this this past weekend, so not this upcoming weekend, this past weekend, obviously. Uh, <laughs> we did not win. Um, however, I think the biggest thing, Matt, and, and I don't want to speak for you, feel free to, to, to jump in, is we as a podcast don't... Where am I want, Where do I want to go with this? We're in line with a lot of the small podcasts that we were competing against. I don't think there was anything less or anything more. It's just that I think they really killed it with the creativity. I listened to the winner's podcast, and congratulations to them. Yeah, no, it was a good opportunity for us. And the fact that we even were allowed to be in it is just kind of cool. And we'll see where it takes us in the future. Yeah, I will still use Honey to search the best. Oh, absolutely. No, I, check I, out. I, I, do, I do still love Honey. <laughs> You never know what the road will take you down as far as any agreements, but absolutely, uh, Matt. Let's jump into today's entertainment topics. I know I pissed. I know I pissed you off last week of talking about Bath and Body Works once again about the holiday yep. season with their new holiday lineup. Um, Which was I, just an unnecessary apology because I wasn't even mad about the first part. You just wanted to piss me off. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Um, but but today we're we're getting in the holiday spirit again apparently. So of yes, course sir. the Grinch out of the two is now bringing up another holiday segment in the Funny Business Podcast. Uh, this place called Marks and Spencers. Um, I believe Matt, it's a it's a foreign uh, entity itself. It's not necessarily like grounded within the United States. It's more outward. Um, right. They do a lot of pastries it's like your typical starbucks i guess is the best way to compare it to um but what i've been seeing and and we'll get a little bit more into it but what i want to address first is they released uh this cronut style pastry for the christmas season uh i think cronut is a mix between a croissant and a donut okay that's what i think that's 
Uh, that's what I was going with. I, yeah, like a crow, crow croissant. We're not pastry experts. You know we're not. <laughs> scone? Maybe it's a croissant, scone, and donut I, put together. Yeah, I think it's close to a scone. Let me look at this thing. Okay, it looks like a donut, but then it looks like it has the texture of either a scone or a croissant. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, Matt, you would yep. think, like I did last week in Bathy, Bath, Bathy Body Works, Bath and Body Works, <laughs> that you would come up with some fabulous name for said product. Well, M&S, keep it short. Decided to name this cronut Santa's Yum Nut. <laughs> Let me say that again. Santa's Yum Nut. Matt, it's even to the point when they tweeted it that they actually gave the Yum Nut a trademark symbol at the end no. of it. No. <laughs> so you know it's Why? pretty serious. <laughs> Why? So they literally trademarked the word Santa's Yum Nut. <laughs> Why? How? I want to know what the hell went on in this marketing meeting. <laughs> who? Not just who. What group what? of people? <laughs> what group of people? Are like you know what? Santa's yum nut. That's the name. That's the one we're going with. Did do people not think? I, I mean, hey, we don't think when we do this podcast. We put topics together. We see what happens. we at least put some thought into this. So we say this. So we not say this. Santa's yum nut. Are you kidding me? Uh, what, what if what's what if you go to a party and your five year old cousin? Hey, what you know? I'm eating Santa's yum nut. Like, <laughs> that's gonna be awkward. You want to have that conversation with your kid, Daddy? What's a Santa's yum nut? Uh, well, you see, son, that's not who. Come on, good old out of context. Uh, but however, Matt, uh, looking into the story a little bit, um, they M and S Marks and Spencer has had a history with sort of this weird stuff. Oh god. Um so this was reported by the Huff Post. Um during Valentine's Day, Matt, they actually offered a love sausage for Valentine's Day. Uh interesting. <laughs> um and then That's as well, better than Santa's yum nut. Well, it gets better. Um, <laughs> oh, no. um they added an Easter bunny doing yoga, I'm assuming for Easter, obviously. Um that some thought looked a little suggestive. I don't see photos, but I, I will only take the word based on the report. Okay. And my favorite one, there was an ad, not holiday related, um, put the D in bread. Put the D in as bread. In, as in vitamin D. <laughs> so vitamin oh. D bread. Put the D in bread. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I still can't wrap my head around Santa's yum nut. I, <laughs> I, I'm just maybe it's Santa's yum yum, but then like there's yum yum sauce and like. My question is, what are they putting in it? Like, are they putting in like walnuts? Um, let me take a look. <laughs> just like it's. <laughs> I feel like it'd be I'm, fitting I'm if they put be... in like walnuts or pecans or peanuts or uh, something like that. I'm getting a little scared here. Santa's yum nut. Let's see what the that's, Google That's a hell of a Google search right there. <laughs> that's one where your FBI agent's going to be like, what the hell is this guy looking up? Um, let's see here. Oh, gosh. Hopefully no videos come up. So, again, it, it, it seems as though that they are used to, I guess, a, um, you know, coming out with these rash names i should say as far as uh them being a part of it but i think to me matt it looks i mean it's it's a donut 
like I don't think you can get anything better than what it is. It's a donut, but um, they have a nice little icing on the top, so it's red icing, and it has a little oh, I'm Santa sure they do. on the top. That's I'm bad. sure they do. <laughs> well, if, what do you expect with the name of Santa's Yum Nut? <laughs> um, I really don't see any upfront, uh, you know, flavors or or other things, but. Twitter went off on uh, this, if you couldn't I hope imagine. They would. <laughs> uh, so some of the tweets uh, coming up are saying they, quote, paid someone to come up with that name. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Like, who uh, thought that was a good idea? <laughs> How many folks did you run that name by, buddy? <laughs> um, somebody by the name of Scott, Scott Hanselman. It's it's the trademark for me. <laughs> the trademark uh, part is weird. I don't think many people are going to be trying to steal Santa's yum nut as a name. I, oh, God. Somebody else, Sailor Plut- Plutocracy. Wow, that's a name. Uh, the horny Santa people have logged on. <laughs> yep. It's it's weird, Matt. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I mean, I guess if these names work for them, like, go for it. But Santa's Yum Nut, that, that one takes the cake. I mean, we're, we're looking at it this way, Matt, when we talk about Starbucks. And there's always this marketing ploy that everyone believes that Starbucks people misspell your name on purpose okay so that way you could talk about it with other people you ever heard about that i no, i i do okay i I do know that and that's that's kind of smart but again it's santa's yum nut i mean you know what they say matt in in television sex sells so yeah but again could you imagine like your six-year-old daughter like writing like what do you want to eat today oh i want santa's yum nut I want a yum nut. That's just an awkward conversation to have with your kid. <laughs> you got to think about the children in times like this. Yeah, but who? I mean, you could literally, I, I, Matt. You and I would would come together and say, "Oh, that's that's a donut." We, I don't think we would say it's Sandy's gum nut. So unless you have people talking yes. about it and going around and and having a conversation about it, but I I don't think I do get the point of having kids around and Sandy's yum nut just going around. So it's yeah. like. I, I I think what's an appropriate item that would be called Santa's yum nut? I don't think it's food. I was gonna say nuts, but like, <laughs> like salted nuts. <laughs> yeah, may I guess maybe it is that would be appropriate name. <laughs> I'm throwing this out. I, I, I don't think there is an appropriate item to be named Santa's yum nut. <laughs> That's got that is awesome. Yeah, people uh, people are absolutely going um <laughs> nutty for it. Y- yeah, you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. Now you have to say Yum Nut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a decent point. <laughs> oh man. And then literally at the end, Santa's Yum Nut. I want to be good for Santa, but not like that. <laughs> no. Absolutely so not. It was I, I saw this uh, circulate a couple of uh, TV stations, and I was like, you know what? Let's talk about Santa's Yum Nut on the podcast today. I mean, as weird as a name as it is, people are talking about it. And at the end of the day, any marketing is good marketing. Right. So I guess they win. Joke's <laughs> on us, I guess. Yeah, right. We're talking about it on the podcast. So if you are anywhere by Mark, Marks and Spencer, make sure you go grab yourself. A little merry little Santa's yum nut on the way up there. Just sounds wrong. 
Oh, God. All right. Well, let's stop talking about Santa's Yum Nut and move on to something a little bit more political. <laughs> um, but, Matt, moving on to the next topic, what I would talk about um, is, is something behind my field, obviously. But um, it is about the election, but not specifically Biden versus Trump. Uh, it's something that a, a well-known company did that may have, let's just say, didn't read the room. Uh, so this was reported by whatstrending.com. Uh, Gap. You ever been to Gap, Matt? Uh, I don't know if I have ever been to Gap. I really? Don't I have. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really think I own anything from Gap. I I remember used. I remember used to going there as a kid. I hated it because there was one part in the mall, and I would just walk past by it, and I was like, Oh, I don't want to go in because it's clothes. Like, what's the fun of clothes as a kid? <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I kind of like clothes shopping. Well, now you do. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I know. As a kid, it sucked. Like, as a kid. Yeah. As like a kid, Five years old. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. He just wanted to go to Toys R Us. Right. So, uh, Gap decided... So, election happened Tuesday, November 3rd. Yep. Uh, Gap immediately came out the next day. So, we were still looking for the results of the election. Um, November 4th, they tweeted, the one thing we know is that together we can move forward. And then they posted a sweatshirt that really was stitched together that had the Gap logo on the front, the, the you know, the popular Gap logo. One side was red. One side was blue. They immediately took it down um, for obvious reasons because totally not reading the room per se. No. And we didn't even have the results yet. No. Uh, you know, as far as what they were saying... Um, Chrissy Teigen actually jumped on it too. Uh, I saw that. She, yeah, she actually said, yeah, "Yay, we can just walk sideways depending on what the city we're in." So, really, not a whole lot of thought process going. Not as well as Santa's Yum Nut, but not no. a whole lot of process with this. You know, I, I feel like the election is just a sour subject to talk about. No, no matter the political candidate, the results, anything. It's just not something that people just talk about often unless you're at Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Right. Um, I I understand what they were trying to do. But again, it's one of those things where you got to look at what the times are and how Twitter is going and how Facebook is going. And maybe this is something that can wait and you can push it off and try to twist in a different way. Also, it was a fake sweatshirt. They weren't even selling it. Yeah. Which, and that's <clears throat> kind of weird. Um, but again, I understand what they're trying to do because we, at some point, we do need unity. But maybe not post it on Twitter when we're still trying to find out who won. Uh, probably not the best marketing strategy there. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. I mean, the spokesperson for Gap was saying it was just too soon for this message. We remain optimistic that our country will come together to drive positive change for all. But at the same time, you should have... I mean, I, I remember seeing messages from these listservs and these Facebook groups that I'm a part of that's about higher ed marketing and, and all that stuff. And they're like, what are you all doing for the next couple of days? We did not, Matt, and I think you were aware, besides what we did on Tuesday for election night, which was voting related, was we did not post Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. And I think, no, we posted on Thursday, but it had nothing to do with anything that switched in political. It was actually promoting an event that was happening uh, next week, but yeah. nothing in those three days. And which, yet, 
Which is kind of what should happen in times like this. I mean, it's it's unfortunate for businesses and stuff, but some things take precedent in others, and this is kind of one of those scenarios. Right. I mean, as far as the situation, Gap, of all brands, it shouldn't really participate in, uh, you know, I, I get the fact, like, I'll just, you know, throwing out a couple like the Black Lives Matter movement. Like you had a lot of brands coming together, speaking out with statements. I felt like every day I got an email from brands that send me promotional material talking about their statement and their stance, um, which is which is great. Like, yeah, support. But something like this where there really isn't, a, you know, a true definite answer to as far as polit- politicians and politicking, I should say. Really wasn't the best idea for them to say, you know, as a clothing company, let's send it out and let's, you know, let's work from there. Let's promote it. Like, that, it was truly a promotion. Like, there was no, right. like, there was nothing where, you know, it didn't support the brand. Like, it wasn't truly supporting going out and vote. It was really just saying, like, hey, like, we look hope. At us. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. Well, Who would have thought? Not right. them, obviously. So it's right. Like, and it's kind of funny how they deleted the tweet, like, right away. It's like. Did you did you not think about this? Like, did you just kind of put this out there and then saw your action and was like, oh, maybe we messed up? Again, it's kind of like the, the Yum Nuts. Did they not have a team here thinking like, all right, what are we going to post this week? Uh, should we post this? What's the answer is no. And kind of came back to bite him in the ass. Did I, I, I learned this in, in school, Matt, when I was an undergrad. Um, did you ever hear about the Twin Tower mattress sale? Oh, God, no. Yeah, so it was a local mattress firm in New York. That okay. not like New York City, but okay. like New York State, like Buffalo um, area, probably. Yeah, right around there, like upstate New York. They were running a twin tower bed sale on nine eleven. Yikes! Um, they should be fired. Uh, they were <laughs> okay. Good. Good. <laughs> they. I mean, I'll show you the. I'll show you the commercial later that they posted on their social Yikes. media, and it just. Yeah, totally not like. That's just bad. <laughs> yeah, bad in general. Again, bad. businesses need they need to read the room when something big is going on. Some things are bigger than promoting yourself. Probably so, don't do that. Somebody said, um, "Now is really not the time gap for this corporate Karen bullshit. A coup attempt is not a effing marketing opportunity to push product." Well, Chris, I I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the Karen part uh, is a little iffy, but yeah, not not the time to self promote right now. Yeah. So obviously, I think Matt, for for all of us, I think we we were totally aware ourselves of like posting stuff like in the couple of days, and like that was a challenge on top of us doing the podcast. <laughs> like, yes. we were trying to figure out how to run a promotion for us being in a contest. Whereas we were in the middle of an election and yes. it was kind of crazy. <laughs> and we also only had like a day to post it. But that was, again, that was, I think that was the only thing we posted all week. So, right. I mean, yeah. And it wasn't anything that was like geared towards the election. But exactly. Get, I, I feel like anybody who deletes a tweet that already is gaining enough traction just shows you didn't think that no, far. Absolutely not. No. They, in this, because a scenario like this, they should have kind of been aware of what was going to happen and the reaction they were going to get. Mm-hmm. So if you're not prepared to face the music, don't make it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. If you if you can't handle can't handle the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's what I always say when I'm always mad at somebody. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, hopefully we we come to somewhat of a a, a peaceful unity. I mean, I, I'm right. I'm I'm okay with what Gap said in the spokesperson area, but not the right. Tweet. Right, I agree. Uh, the 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 intent was probably good, but it didn't come out that way. Right, absolutely. So hopefully, like I said, we find some type of unity in the in the meantime. But what we can find some unity is our final topic for today, Matt. Uh, a couple episodes ago, if y'all remember, we did this random word generator. Uh, I never realized how fun that was going to be for us until we actually did the episode. <laughs> was very fun. <laughs> it was very fun. So we brought it back for another round. Um, and for the heck of it, why not? It's Friday. Let's have yeah, some man. fun. Let's have Absolutely. a couple brews, you know, like just a couple two tree, couple two tree, as they say in NEPA, NEPA. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do it. Um, for those who are listening for the first time for this random word generator, um, we are on randomwordgenerator.com. Uh, we are only given one word, uh, and they are, I'm just looking for their nouns. Uh, yeah, they're actually, Matt, do we want to do all, do we want to do nouns, verbs, or adjectives? Let's do nouns. All right. Nouns will nouns. be better. All right. So we're going to do nouns, um, totally random. And by the word, we're going to base it off the context and the first thing that comes to head. So, okay. Matt, I don't have to ask any questions because you already know what to do. So let's, let's gonna, roll into it. going to click a little bit. Let's play some uh, spinning wheel music, Mike, the editor, Mike. You know, that's me. <laughs> uh, the first word, Matt, is flight. Flight. Uh, I don't know why flight or flight. Fight me too. Flight Stop came up. There that. we go. Yo. <laughs> um i think i have more flight than i do fight yeah i could say that too i have more flight than i do fight i especially when it comes like spiders (laughs) i'm out i will knock that (laughs) i'm out yeah i i feel like having that flight you know i i feel like at times you don't want to sound you don't want to be confrontational but at the same time you really just don't want to cause more issues for yourself unless you're truly like behind it. Like I know, right. Matt, I know stories about you and you know stories about me where we just went head on and fought that situation because we just knew it wasn't right. right. Um, but that's, yeah. Wow. Fight or have flight, you ever been like, like thinking fight or flight, like in a physical sense, have you ever been like close to like actually getting in a fight with someone? Like, I don't think I ever have. Like I've been mad at someone, but never to the um, fact that I was going to like, Tom Johnson, I'm right in the face. I mean, yeah, not not John O'Leary, or man. Like, Jack, Jack Johnson. <laughs> Jack Johnson. John Johnson. John, close enough. <laughs> Anchorman, everybody. <laughs> um, maturely, I should say, no. I've never been yeah. in a situation where, like, I'm sitting there, like, about to, like, knock somebody out. Yeah. Um, but even as a kid, like, I don't think you'd be able to recognize that. Because no. there are times where I've gotten in confrontations when I was a kid Absolutely. at the playground. But I think every kid does once yeah. in a while. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't think I've been in that situation before. No, I also yeah. wouldn't end well in that situation either. You and bad. I, you and I, it'd just popping somebody. <laughs> All right, Matt, you ready for the next word? Give it to me. Difficulty. Difficulty. Um, I got nothing. You got anything? You you posted a meme today on your personal social media about thinking about grad school, actually doing grad school. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was. That so there's one picture. Picture. It was like a girl daydreaming as like what grad what 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 thinking of grad school. Yeah, thinking. Yeah, I was of grad like school. thinking about doing grad school, and she was all happy. 
And then the next picture was actually being in grad school and she's crying as he's writing the paper. The book. <laughs> which I never, like, grad school didn't make me cry, but there was definitely times where it was like, oh, I really don't want to do this right now. Like, it was it sucks, frustrating. But it was frustrating. It is, especially when I was working and trying to fit in schoolwork in between my breaks and all that fun stuff. But uh, you're almost there. It'll be worth it. Yes. I have a month left. It'll be worth yes. it. You'll be you'll be right there, man. Then I'll be you a master. Yes. <laughs> and you will All call right. me Master Matt. No, I will yes. not. No, you will. No. Hey, no. at least I have a mom and you don't. I do have a mom. She's lovely. That actually sounds really bad if people don't know the context. <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain yourself yes. before you get canceled? Uh, <laughs> mom is a master's in organizational management. So the jo- the running joke was, oh, I'm getting a mom. And so Matt's getting yeah. his MBA. <laughs> yes, I am. So good for you, man. Good for you. Thank All right. You. Next word. Absolutely. Is that the Attitude. next word? No. Oh, you said next word. You said absolutely. I no, absolutely. I was about to say attitude. Okay. Attitude. Okay. Um, I feel like, I don't know. What was I going to say? You had anything? Uh, there's like a quote that I'm like trying to think of. Like your, your attitude leads to your altitude. Is that what it is? I don't necessarily think so. Cause alt, alt, what? I don't understand where that's going. So like the way your attitude is will perceive your altitude which it means how high you will go okay in life. that makes sense i was just thinking like denver colorado has a high altitude like, <laughs> what? that's crazy how yeah. far that now we're, we're just switching to altitude yeah uh if you were in denver now the air is you're up there so you can throw things farther you've been Our, to denver no Oh, okay. <laughs> but I know I, from people say, like, you can throw a football farther in Denver because the altitude's oh, higher. Okay. How far do you think you could throw a baseball if you were in Denver? Oh, man. I can chuck a ball. Like I could, too. PA. Yeah. I, ooh. That's a good one. Yeah. I'd probably say if, uh... I'm all about honesty. Damn it, she, Siri. Shit, yeah. My Google. Hey, Google. Stop. We're doing a podcast. When did you even say, hey? I don't even know. <laughs> when did you say, hey? I'm not going to say it. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, I think are... I could chuck a baseball pretty far. I would say maybe a football field and a half. Oh, okay. Actually, uh, I don't know about that. I think maybe two football fields if I'm feeling <laughs> two, it. You think you could throw Mike? You ask my dad. I could, I could chuck. Mike, two football fields. It's 200 if, are yards. You, are you counting end zones? That's 240 yards. Uh, if there's three feet take. in a yard, you're talking you could throw a baseball 600 feet. Yeah, I, I think I could do that. Listen, if my, <laughs> listen, are my you for arm, real right now? If my arm was warmed up, okay. Now, hold on. You no, think no, you could no. throw a baseball 600 feet? Are we think talking about, about Yeah, I know I'm thinking about it. I thought about it. <laughs> Do you mean like beeline or like chucking? Because the thing that I have a weak point in is actually beelining like a straight no, cut off play. Like it can get up like in the air. It can get up in the air. Yeah. I, I feel pretty 600. confident. Mike, 600. Think about right. a baseball field. If you're standing at home plate, center field in Yankee Stadium, the wall is 408 feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, think about this. Come on now. Let's let's back let's back hold up. Okay. Back up there. <laughs> Six hundred. That was the most 
ridiculous yeah. statement I've ever heard in my. You want to backtrack that? Yeah. Okay. Now let's let's hear a more reasonable answer. Maybe one football okay. field. <laughs> there is. That's okay. That's much more reasonable. I think. <laughs> I think I could probably go like. I don't know. Oh my god! I'm if such I had an to warm idiot. Up. Oh. <laughs> Realized. That was the that was the most epic answer I, I could have just, ever imagined. I just realized. I don't know what made me think about it. I thought a hundred feet, not a hundred yards. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't. I I think I could probably go like two hundred yards. Mm, no, I'm sorry, two hundred feet. Two hundred feet. I'm embarrassed. Oh man, let's try to move on. From okay, that. all right, ready? Yeah. <laughs> Truth. The I truth is, you can't truth. throw a baseball <laughs> 600 feet. <laughs> Who didn't say that quote? You can't handle the truth. Who um, was that? Oh, shit. Uh, it was a movie. Yeah. Court uh, played the Joker back when Batman was actually cool before with the whole like he, spandex. He cool. Jack Nicholson. Was it him? Okay. Yep. Jack Nicholson. Jack yeah, it, it could uh, be wrong. I have no idea. But that's that's an iconic quote. Like you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Um, it is from a few good men. Is it Jack Nicholson? Yeah, it's Jack Nicholson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Iconic yeah. quote. One oh, of the best yeah. ever. Absolutely. Yes. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> uh, let's do three more. Okay. Error. <laughs> like e e r r o r. What's the other one? Error. I thought you said error, error. Oh, error. Like, error. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, there's another one? <laughs> error. I thought we were going to have a big error in this podcast because as soon as we started this segment, my Adobe popped up and wanted to oh. update. Oh, no. But my mic never stopped, so that's good. So yeah. error avoided. Yeah, error avoided. Uh, human go. error. That's another thing. People yeah. always like talk about technology, but then sometimes it's actually human error, and yes. like, people don't like. And they blame it on technology, like, "Oh, yep. they must have messed up." And it's like, "Nope, you're the one that messed up. You're the one that messed it up. <laughs> you done messed up, eh, Aaron? <laughs> you done now? Yeah. All right, second to last, loss. Did you watch that TV show? That's lost with a T. I'm talking oh, about loss. L O S S. You know who doesn't have loss? Steelers, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know why that sort of snip popped them in my mind. I, dude, what? hey, we're winners, man. We're yeah, still we winners. I cannot Halfway believe it. 8-0. We beat the Cowboys. Barely. But Barely. we beat them. We beat them. Yeah. You know, it, it's always like that magic. Like, it's always. It is. You have that magic going on for you, and then sometimes you really have to put yes. the skill in front of the magic to have it happen. Yes. <laughs> and since we're not going to talk about the Steelers real quick, it finally feels like a Steelers season because oh, Big Ben's injured. Yeah. And he just injured both his knees, and it's great. God, God bless Ben. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love him. Oh, I absolutely man. love him. All right, I'll do. I'll do two more because this one is kind of a weird one, and I don't know how this will go. Okay. Pro procedure. Um. Pass. Okay. Yeah. Maintenance. Oh God. Um, pass. <laughs> yeah, pass. Okay, pass. Okay, singer. Uh, have you ever watched The Masked Singer? I've seen a little bit of that. People go crazy for that, but like, I, I mean, I never tuned in. I don't know if it's. Is it good? Do you like it? I mean, 
I feel like what the they make it really dramatic. Like yeah. I, they really, really do. Like, and, and it's just it's really just a bunch of celebrities guessing who's who's under the mask yeah, singing. That's my thing. Like they actually guess it right sometimes. Like how do, how do they know? Do they just take a random guess, or like does their performance kind of give an indication of who they are? I think I forget who is on the panelists. I think it it competes. Does it compete with the Voice? If I'm correct, uh, I don't know. I think Masked Singers on Fox. Yeah, this is on NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it competes yeah. with the masks. I mean, it competes with the voice. Okay. So I think the reason with these panelists that are trying to guess the singer is that all of them have had years of experience in working with people and also studying other people in their roles. Okay. That could Makes be a possibility. Sense. I could be totally wrong. Makes but... sense. I know a lot of people like love the show. Maybe maybe we'll tune in one day and Yeah, right. We get a live reaction. <laughs> live reaction. <laughs> all right, man. One more television um i was gonna ask what your favorite show on television is but like do you have a favorite show on television right now i really don't yeah i mean i, I don't I even say. know if i do like i'll watch like something on netflix or like the mandalorian is cool right now but like on actual tv i couldn't tell you the last time i watched well the walking dead okay yeah i take that back cable yeah yeah you know you know what actually what came to mind for this did you have, when you were a little kid, I would say probably around kindergarten, did your parents have a satellite dish? Now, not like Dish Network where there's like a satellite, like a huge-ass satellite in your backyard. And when you had to change the channels, it had to. It was on a blue screen. You had to change the channel, and it would have to climb down because it was actually rotating the satellite. I've never heard of that before. Wow, yeah. So when I was a never kid, before. yeah, we had this huge satellite. Like it was big. Like it was I mean, it wasn't like, you know, NASA satellite. <laughs> like, right. Think about it. I'm trying to give you a like you know like dish dish network and all yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. direct TV, those dishes. Yeah. Try thinking like twelve of those put together and like not like twelve separate dishes, but like the size of it is twelve separate dishes. Okay. And then what we had to do was when we wanted to go to a different channel. It would literally, sur- you know how the phrase surfing channels? Yeah. So it literally, so it's say you were on channel 60 and you had to get the channel four, it would literally have to count down 59, 58, 57, oh gosh. 56. Awesome. So like when we had to like get ready for like an eight o'clock show, like you had to be ready. If you were on channel eight, 78, you literally had to be like five minutes ahead. So that way it would be able to climb down all the way down to channel four for your show. <laughs> That's awful. That's worse than like dial up internet. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had dial-up too. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I mean, I was in the middle of nowhere at one point. <laughs> I literally live in the middle of nowhere at True. the time as a kid. So. True. That's but, insane. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. Memories. And then when we took it down, it was so cool because like oh, I bet it was. Dad like just took it down, and then there's a nice little. Uh, there was like a bird. It was like a jo- a John Deere uh, birdhouse, like John okay. Deere birdhouse where the swallows used to be at. Nice. Because we had a big field in front of it. So uh, you had to replace it with something. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I liked it. So nice. Um, do you feel like one more? Or you... uh, if you want. All right, one more. <laughs> Employer. Employer. Interesting. Um, I'm going to let you take this one. Nah, no, we're going to skip that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, this one's a good one. Paper. Paper. Um, when's the last time you turned in an assignment? Oh my god, Matt! On, <laughs> on paper? On paper. Um, last, last in November, 
of 2019. Really? Yeah. Because I had well, an in-person class. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? I don't think. Now, I'm not talking about like typed on paper. Written? I'm like written oh, on paper. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I don't think I did once in college. No, I didn't at all in college. I don't even know in high school. Maybe high school. I didn't in high school. Probably middle school. Middle school like, or late elementary school. I mean, there was journals in like seventh grade that you had to turn in, but I mean, yeah, I guess that that's true for a like paper? a book report or something. Yeah, right. I, I, something you actually had to write down with a pen right. and paper. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, those crazy. like um, those weird like notebooks. Those black yes. notebooks that yep. I always hated writing in. Those I did for too. some they reason. <laughs> I hated them, especially. Well, you're a lefty, so you hated writing on the right side. I hated writing on the left side because, like, it, it's just, it, it was a whole mess. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that concludes our random word generator for this episode. Uh, if you want it again, make sure you let us know on our social medias. When we come back, Matt has his sports topics. You don't want to miss it. Okay. Let's slide into the sports segments for today. Before we get into the topics, uh, I have a few things I want to touch on. Mike, I don't really have a who tweeted. But there's just the hysterical tweet. Um, Do you want to try and guess? Yeah, I'll go for it. Okay. Do you want me to read the tweet? Because the the context of the tweet is what I want to talk about. Um, Do you have any? So it's college football related. Do you have any guess on what it could be college football related? College football. Um, (laughs) uh, Can you give me like where he or she stands? Like Like, player. Who the person was. Player, Uh, commentator. he, He is a reporter. Is it Dave Portnoy? It is not. Okay. It is Brent Brett McMurphy, who I believe works yeah, for the stadium now. Okay. Um, so Wyoming and Louisiana were supposed to play a college football game. It got postponed and rescheduled. Got rescheduled for 2029. Wait, what? You heard me right. It is 20, rescheduled 29. for 2029, but don't no. worry. They are still going to play at Wyoming in 2026. Nine years later. Correct. Yeah. So this happens in college football. Like teams will schedule like, uh, I'll just throw two teams out there. Like Notre Dame and Alabama, they will schedule a home and home series like seven years in advance. So I actually think Notre Dame and Alabama might be playing a home and home series starting like 2024 at Notre Dame. And then 2025, they'll play at Alabama. So it's a non-conference matchup. It's a non-conference matchup. So that that's I, why because they need yes. to figure out. Yes. So they, teams have their schedules placed in advance, like years and years in advance, just in case anything pops up. But yeah. mostly non-conference conference games are the same. But yeah, I've never heard of a game getting rescheduled for nine years later. That interesting. is that's bizarre. Yeah, that is really interesting. Very <laughs> bizarre. Uh, let's do some Thursday night football predictions. So we got back on the winning side with the Packers. This week is the Colts-Titans. I'm fairly positive the Titans are going to win solely because Phillip Rivers, is, who is the quarterback for the Colts, is washed up, can't play. Uh, so I will say Titans. Uh, Colts have a good defense. Um, I'll say Titans 24, Colts 20. So close what's your What's your record? On Thursday Night Football, I think I'm – let's see. This is week 10. Yeah. So I think I'm 6-3. and three. Yeah, That's not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, and then one other prediction I'm going to throw out there. It is the greatest week in golf. It is the Masters. 
Mike, have you seen photos of Augusta National? This I week? don't know, Matt. There's this weird guy who keeps retweeting all these photos on his Twitter timeline. <laughs> How like Augusta National in the fall is so damn sexy. It, it looks good. It oh my gosh, it's awesome. Um, so I have two predictions. One, Bryson DeChambeau. I have, new nick- I, have, I have new nickname for him. Oh no, it's Big Bitch Bryson. <laughs> um, first of all, he's he's cheating. He's using a 48-inch driver, which is the longest driver allowed by the PGA Tour because he okay. wants to get more distance. So he's cheating. Uh, my prediction, he's not going to win. Okay. I'm going to say Justin Thomas is going to win. Interesting. Yes. Justin Thomas, who is best friends with Jordan Spieth, another golfer. Thomas is having a very good year. Tiger is the reigning champion. People forget, which also means, I don't know if you know this, the reigning champion gets to pick the Masters dinner the night before. The Masters dinner? Yes, they have a big dinner with former champions, and I don't know if every player is involved, but the champion, the reigning champion, gets to pick the, the meal. Dude, I would I would totally play for it just as I could oh, have that honor. That, absolutely. It's, like, so uh, awesome. Like, Tiger was talking today, like, reminiscing in 2019. He got, like, choked up. I don't expect a good performance from Tiger, but if he wins, I'm all for it. So you're saying they're all going to Hooters? No. Oh, that's mean. Come on. He's he's past that. No, that wasn't referring to Tiger Woods. I was more referring to just, oh, we could pick anywhere. Okay, let's go to Hooters. Well, no, 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 no. Like they have a dinner there, but they get to pick what gets me. Oh, it's all like homemade food. So Hooters catering. Probably. Yeah, probably. Moe's catering. Could you imagine if like we won an event and got to pick the menu? Yeah, just get Moe's. Just get Moe's catering. It's fine. Chick-fil-A. We'll get some nugs. Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, man. Uh, let's move into the sports first topic today. We have a feel-good story to start off. Uh, we are going to start off with Chris Nickich, I believe is his last name. Uh, he was the first person ever to finish an Ironman race. And what's interesting about Nick is he has Down syndrome. So he was the first person ever with Down syndrome to finish the Ironman race. He had great times. I mean, he did a 2.4-mile swim a 112-mile bike ride, and a 26.2-mile run. Uh, His official time was 16 hours and 46 minutes and 9 seconds. Um, I I couldn't even do this. Yeah. There's there's no way I could do this. I would would pass out after the first two-mile swim. Sorry, no. I, I'm I'm super happy that this this story has been you know showing up in in timelines and news feeds and reporter reports and reporters have been taking this on because, I mean, I, I think specifically it's not sports related, but it really shows that there's no there's no limitation for anybody no matter what you have. Yeah, yeah, and especially when it comes to sports, I mean, no matter what a person has that limits them in any way, they can really do anything like. It's it's just an awesome feel good story, and it's a story that we really need in twenty twenty. Something to get people uh, to feel good about themselves yeah. and about society in general. So, congrats, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we are going to talk about uh, the Clemson Notre Dame game this past weekend. It was an awesome game. Notre Dame looked like they were dead, uh, and then they came back to tie it, and they won it in double overtime. So, before we get to the big story after the game. Uh, I think the question has to be asked, how is Notre Dame going to blow this one? Because <laughs> they always do. Ah, they always blow it. I don't know, they man. They play Boston College this weekend at Boston College. 
I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, I think as far as us, what we discussed last week of the Clemson quarterback. Yes, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yes, who did not play. Okay, so that could be a potential as far as why they didn't win. Could be. Um, but also, too, we're talking about Trevor, you know, going through his, his NFL draft process and whatnot. Um, you know, this may be something where he may consider actually going ahead or staying back like really i mean i i don't know we don't we aren't trevor so we got to see what right. exactly his 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 comeuppance is about but yeah i have not heard notre dame actually do something phenomenal no. in any championship slash playoff slash anything that's special to them that would get recognized for that at all i think if our good friend tyler knows they always blow it somehow it's not gonna end it's, pretty for them he has such an optimistic perspective on Notre Dame but literally anytime they just they don't they they like suck he's just like yeah not expecting you know not surprised like yeah we were texting a lot throughout the game Tyler I'm rooting for you buddy I told him I'm now a Notre Dame fan the rest of the season because Penn State sucks (laughs) you you group chatted that because Penn State sucks this season they're (laughs) awful um so Notre Dame and Clemson could play again could play twice more so they could play in the ACC championship game and Trevor Lawrence, I think, is coming back this week. Um, and he also came out and said, like, people kept asking him about the Jets thing. He's like, look, all options are on the table. I'm not talking about it the rest of the season, which I think was smart for him just to get it out of the way. That's very fair. The big news, Notre Dame students uh, after the, the big win. And in my mind, watching the double overtime game, I was like, you know, if they win, this is like a historic game, like, Students usually storm the field. They're not going to storm the field now in a pandemic, are they? Well, they did, and it was a shit show. I mean, the whole field was just covered in green and navy blue shirts and all that yep. fun stuff. Um, I know you wanted to talk about this, so I'll let you go first. Uh, oddly enough, because it's it's college football, and I'm not yes. really, you know, besides our own alma mater, it's not really huge about that. But what was funny was I, you know, I kept seeing a lot of the – the photos, the videos of that occurring in the next day and, and a listserv that I belong to, it said thoughts and prayers go out to the Notre Dame social media team. And I'm like, oh, so Reverend John Jenkins, the president of what I assume to be Notre Dame, uh, released a statement to his students. First of all, just saying um, as exciting as last night's victory against Clemson was, it immediately goes into... It was very disappointing to see evidence of widespread disregard for health safety protocols at many gatherings over the weekend. Um, so what they did, Matt, and, and I don't know how much you read into the statement. I did not. Uh, so they did uh, – okay, so I'll, I'll give you the three because it kind of just is like, okay, like we're going to tell you more information. So number one, because we are now even more concerned about the potential for contagion in your home communities as you prepare to travel home – At the end of the semester, the university will place a registration hold on the record of any student who fails to appear for testing when asked to do so. A registration. So anybody who doesn't know about registration for classes, you cannot enroll in your fall or spring semester if you cannot register for classes. So that's like you're withholding a student's progression into their academic career based on this. That's crazy. Um. Something yeah, about registered classes. Okay. Furthermore, number two, you may not leave the South Bend area until you receive the results of your exit test. 
Again, should we discover that you left the area, you will place a registration hold on your record. So you can't get outside anywhere South Bend. You have to get tested. Number three, there will be a zero tolerance for any gatherings that do not comport with our health and safety guidelines on our off-campus. Those found responsible for holding such gatherings will face severe sanctions. So I get it. It's just very crazy. They went to the point being like, we will withhold your registration and you will not be able to register for classes. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Also, like, where is security? Like, there's a lot of times students go to storm the field and they get stopped. Like, it's it's difficult, but it's possible to do. And there's there was video when the students were jumping, like, down the stands. There were, like, people, like, directing them where to go. Like, I don't know if it was, like, play, or, like students, like, directing them, but it kind of looked yeah. like official people were, like, directing them, like, come down this way. <laughs> like, I, I think... Like they're not taking enough blame for this. I think yeah. they're putting they're put it seems like they're putting all the blame on the students. You know, I, I think from context, Matt, and like being in higher ed, like anybody who storms that field should be somewhat negative. Like they should have taken a health check that they were right. okay to to attend the football game. So probably in theory that everyone storming the field was okay, but we can't assume that because yeah, everybody the on of people Twitter that are there. Everybody on Twitter was like, "Oh boy, Corona's gonna get that them now." Um, Poor people. It, it is a bad look. Mm-hmm. Bad look. Um, so let's move on to the NBA. We have an official start date for the season. The Players Association has approved December twenty second as the new start date for the season. So th- we're gonna have a crazy month. So next week is the NBA draft. That is the eighteenth, I believe. It is Wednesday. Friday, the 20th, free agency starts. The 22nd, you can officially start signing new players, which players probably already know where they're going anyway. Uh, and then December 1st, training camp starts. Hey. So you, you could sign <laughs> with a new team on the 22nd. And, like, was that nine days later? 22nd. Eight yeah. days later? Somewhere around there. You could be at a training camp with a new team. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh, how do we feel about this? Is this too soon? I mean, the Lakers and Heat are only going to have like two months off. I Yeah, I saw the comparison. Like, it's completely egregious in comparison to the teams that weren't in the playoffs amongst the Heat and the Lakers. There could be a way that you could, you know, it'd be like, it'd be weird because I, I think, you know, we'll talk about like opening games or whatnot. Like, you could potentially not have a primetime game with the Heat or Lakers. Like, right. You could have it. You could have a prime time for the Lakers, but they could be playing. Okay, the Heat, for example, they could be playing against the Washington Wizards, and the Lakers can be playing against the. I'm trying to think of a bad team in the West. Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings. Like you could have those comparisons, and yet still have the revenue coming in based on the attendance, virtually right. or in person. But yeah, I. I don't agree with it, but at the same time, they have to get moving or else they'll, you know, push it to whenever that's, you know, probably till 2021 if they really want to give the teams off. But right. I think there's a lot of factors. The league said if they waited till January, they would have lost like another billion dollars. I don't know how that comes into play. It's crazy. But you also have to think there's like 10 teams that haven't played since March. So if you wait till January, that's like almost a full year where they haven't played a game. And then at some point, you do have to set a certain schedule 
where you don't like for 2021, 22 season, you have to kind of get back on track where each season starts at the same time. So it's only a 72 game season. So there's 10 less games. They're going to try and reduce travel by like 20%. I saw, Uh, but I think it's also an opportunity for like, I'm going to get to take the Suns for example. Yeah. If the Suns get off to a really good start and let's say like, I don't know, Utah, who is a six seed, or Dallas, or Memphis, or Portland, they got off the bad starts. There's opportunities for these young teams. If they start off good and continue to play good, they can sneak their way into the playoffs. Yeah, so I it's, it's going to be an interesting yeah. dynamic. I wouldn't be surprised to see that dynamic, like you were saying, like having somewhat of a change with our, our young teams, like your sons, for example, that do well and they're in a ranking that is actually pretty much formidable within the, their playoff season. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And then you got guys like LeBron saying, I'm not going to be playing much in the beginning of the season, which that's a whole other issue in itself. But one thing that everyone can agree on is it's going to be awesome to have NBA Christmas basketball. Yes. Uh, people are already debating who they want on the Christmas schedule. So I have created the five-game schedule, and I want to run it by you. Before I do, is there any game that you would like to see on Christmas? Um. Wow. Now, it's regardless like, of travel, I, like, I made my schedule regardless of like how far asking, the teams are. It's like asking Santa what you want for Christmas. Yeah. Any um, one game that sticks out in one or two games? You know, I would really, I know it's totally like, I yeah, I mean, scenarios are scenarios, but I would have really liked to see the Celtics versus the Lakers. Okay. Because I, like, obviously with that comparison, the Celt, wait, no. Was it? Wow. Now I'm literally the season was a couple months ago. <laughs> it was the Heat versus the Celtics for the Eastern Conference final, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would I would have liked to see that. Like I would I would have wanted a mind seeing what that that challenge was for the Lakers. Now, obviously, you can't assume it on one one game. Right. But having that like I would have been like, OK, like this would have been interesting, even though it was still interesting with the Heat. I like it. I like it. All right. So let's get into the schedule that I have. First up, the 12 o'clock game. The past two or three years, this has been the Sixers. I don't even have the Sixers on here because they're irrelevant. <laughs> um, they just are. Like, their roster, they're not going to win. Uh, the Bucks at the Celtics. So, yeah. Giannis in Boston. That'd be pretty good. That'd be a hell of a first game. That would be. Yes. Uh, the 2.30 game. Rockets at the Dallas Mavericks. Now, that I would like to see. Yeah, that one. I originally had this one, like, later on, but... I made some changes. One, you get Luca on his first Christmas day game. And then James Harden's electric every time he steps on the floor. Uh, the 5 o'clock or 5.30 game, I have a rematch of the NBA Finals, Heat at the Lakers. I feel like they always do a Finals rematch, yeah. so why not? Mm-hmm. This next one's the most intriguing okay. of them all. 8 o'clock game, Nets at the Warriors. Oh, Kevin Durant yep. goes back to uh-huh. Golden State. Yep. <laughs> with the return of Steph and Clay Thompson. That's electric. That's must see TV. And Kyrie, must see TV. And then to end the matchup or the day, I have maybe the best playoff matchup from the bubble Clippers at the Nuggets. Yeah. We got to see that again. That would be epic. <laughs> this is like asking I, again. <laughs> I originally had the, um, the Jazz and the Nuggets because that was a good series too. But then nothing would be better than the Clippers Nuggets. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty solid Christmas Day schedule. Yeah. No, I agree. Yes. All right. To end the sports segments for today, we have another list. Uh, this is a sports-related list, obviously. So I, I believe it was Barstool Sports tweeted uh, 
a photo out and it got a lot of engagements of what's the best sound in sports. So what we're going to do today is give our individual top five best sounds in sports. Could be anything, any sport possible. So Mike, uh, I will let you go first. It's pretty, I don't think we have to explain it other than best sound in sports. So go ahead. You're number five. Um, So I I, I told, I kind of, preface this a little bit before we started the show that this one's a weird one um it's not satisfying when this happens but it's satisfying when you hear the sound my number five choice is a soccer ball hitting the crossbar okay it's like uh, you know matt and i have been doing some rocket league lately we have we've been kicking ass we've been really kicking ass ass. (laughs) we actually have a a squad it's f biz or funny business if you want to join (laughs) um (laughs) we've got some of the colors of like our suitcase anyway um but yeah like we've had i mean i i was a soccer player back in high school but we used to have contests of hitting the crossbar like that was your goal was hitting the ball at the crossbar and especially when it's a zinger like hitting that like bouncing it like it has this nice little ting from the metal but obviously in the game you hate it because you are only so close to getting in the net (laughs) it's a bad feeling if you're the one that kicked it that's a good choice yeah what's your five Um, my number five i went with one of my favorite sports golf uh i did the the sound of a great drive like when you hit oh, your driver yeah. and you it's a combination of hitting the drive straight and just the sound of the driver cracking mm-hmm. nothing better nothing better uh i'll go with my number 4 i did the sound of a hockey puck hitting the goalpost oh that loud that's interesting ding, like yep. the loud noise that it makes and it's also awesome because as soon as you hear that you're like oh like everybody reacts like it's kind of similar to like the soccer thing. Everybody's going to make a loud reaction. But when you're in a hockey arena and you hear that sound, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, there's nothing yeah. better. Well, I'm still on the ice for number four. Um, okay. But instead, it's the air horn when the goal is scored in oh, hockey. Oh, that's a the good one. The goosebumps that I yeah. get when like every there's not like one single person that's not excited over a goal in hockey. Like, yes. and especially the air horn too, like completely drowns out everything else. So you really can't hear anything. Oh, you can't hear, but you can't hear shit. Just the fact of having that, like, I mean, I, 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 I'd say hockey is so underrated to actually going to, to hockey. Like Jenna I and I love going, loved going to hockey. And even when we held an alumni event, like we were so excited to be at this hockey event and it was cool, but the Hockey's- scoring and the. Air horns are great. Hockey is like a top three sport to see live. Yeah. Uh, you're number three. So my number three, it's a little weird. Um, okay. Is a basketball dribbling on the hardwood. Okay. That's I a just good sound. Brings a lot of memories, whether that's from coaching. I, did I tell you I coached for 10 years? I did not know that. It's a weird fact, but I coached for did 10 years, believe it or not. Would you I coach like little in, kids? Yeah, I started sixth grade and I taught kindergartners because it was kind of weird like teaching fifth, fourth and fifth graders because of the age difference. But right. teaching kindergartners how to dribble the ball and brings back memories when, when my father and my family, I should say, used to run our Saturday basketball program. And when everybody was getting ready for the session, it would literally be bouncing around the ball shooting the ball and you have all these kids that from skill sets of super great to can't even 
bounce the ball yep. right with her hand. But like, they're so cute when they're so they're small, so they don't cute. know how to do it. Uh, but yeah, like the dribbling, I it brings back good memories, and that, especially when somebody one. knows how to dribble too, like that's pretty pretty sick yes. too. That's a good one. Uh, my number three, I went baseball. Okay, the crack of the bat. Hmm. Nothing better than a good no. crack of the bat. Just the a monster home run or a ball in the gap. I almost. No, I'm not going to give away. Uh, the crack of the bat, like especially when you're the one that hit it. Oh yeah, and you hear the crack of the bat. Kind of like t- same thing with hitting a great drive. I don't even think you hear it when you are the one who's cracking it. You, I, I feel like you you you're hear so it, but focused. you don't notice it as much. Right. Yeah. But it, it's a it's a great sound. Uh, my number two, I went basketball. I think this is a pretty obvious. Great sound. The sound of the ball going through the hoop. Yeah, I have that. Hitting nothing but net. You had that at number two. <laughs> I had number two. That's it's so soothing. Yeah, I. There's nothing better, and what's even better is complete dead sight. Like you, you can hear it a little bit when it comes to like real basketball games, but if it's just you on the court and you're just yeah. swish, like that, yeah. that's that that has some that has some good sound. To it, it makes you so. feel like you just made like an NBA three pointer in the finals. <laughs> like it just it feels awesome. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, I will go with my number one. Go ahead. Um, it, it is the crack of a baseball bat. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know, my, my family runs a very deep line of playing baseball, softball more in particular for my mother. But um, a couple, two weekends ago, Trent was in a baseball tournament and my mom sent me a video. And holy Moses. Yeah. If he you've murdered seen, that thing. He murdered the ball. If you guys have seen my brother Trent hit a baseball wow <laughs> and i didn't even care about the distance travel it was just the sound of the bat colliding yeah. with the ball and it just oh gave me chills i was like holy <laughs> there's a great video too because as soon as he hit it everyone was like oh, oh. Like, it is awesome <laughs> good job trent yes uh my number one is also baseball okay the pop of the glove i like a catcher yeah like when yeah. a catcher catches like a 96 mile an hour oh. fastball I don't know why. I, I love it more than a crack of the bat. It's just so soothing. Have you heard like about reaction times as far as catchers? Like how much of a reaction time they have to catch Oh, they the have ball? like no time. No time. Yeah, even <laughs> hitting. No you time. have like 0.1 seconds to decide mm-hmm. if you're going to swing or not. It's, right. It's insane. But like it's also a good feeling like when you catch the ball and you hear the pop and you catch it. It's just so soothing. I don't I don't know what it is. I just love it. Yeah. No, I I mean I could I could second that with you as far as even yeah. playing catch. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. You could totally make absolutely. that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um if you have a favorite sound in uh, sports that we did not mention, let us know in the comments. Uh that concludes today's sports segments. It is time for say what? Right, you all know how this goes. So this is our our safe space just to get out <laughs> anything we want to get out. Mike, I believe I went first last time, so I'll throw it to you. What's your first okay. one? Yeah, it was. It's funny because Matt Matt says my, Matt still says spicy takes, and I'm like, is that the safe space one? No, he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's safe, safe space. space. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so my first one for today, and say what? Um, is, and this is this is what's happened the past two weeks, but overall, okay, I am sick and tired. <laughs> Of seeing people spreading information that's not true on social media. <laughs> it does suck. Um, so so let me give you some context. Photos that are manipulated. Videos that are manipulated. 
And, you know, you're going to, everybody's going to assume, Mike, you're talking about the election. Uh, Okay. Maybe that's part of it. But I think we've been facing this for so long. And the craziest thing is that it's so new to everyone. Like, we're getting such an influx of misinformation and people creating accounts just for the purpose of putting information together. Mm. And the biggest thing is, yeah, freedom of speech is great. But when is it actually going to hurt somebody as far as the information itself? Um, a couple of months ago, I posted uh, like a thing about World Social Media Day as a holiday. Um, and literally one of the things is, do your research before posting it. Do your research before sharing it. And yeah, that's that's all I have to say about you know spreading misinformation. Make sure you research it. Take a look at it. Use other sources. Take a look at yeah. it. See if it's true and... If it's true, you're allowed to reshare it. <laughs> Especially, like, sometimes, like, someone will share something as, like, a joke, but, like, you don't know it's a joke. No, it's not a joke. It, it's it's a joke. It, it's a... Got my wine opener. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's a... It's becoming more damaging and not a joke. Right. Because... But, like, what I'm saying is sometimes someone will see something and, like, they'll share it thinking it's going to come off as a joke and it doesn't. Then right. That's a whole, whole big thing. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, yes. that's it. It's becoming more damaging because you and you and I could be scrolling through and be like, "Oh, would you look at that?" And then look at it, and us are like, "Really? Like that's that's what's happening?" But really, it's it's not. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, also, breaking news: uh, shout out Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly, just won National League uh, Manager of the Year. Nice. Yes. So good for him with the Marlins. Uh, my first one oh, is really? completely on the other side of where you're going. Uh-huh. It's because I have two stupid ones for today. Okay. Um, peas are f-ing gross. <laughs> like they peas are the worst vegetable on the planet. Like I've I've hated peas since I was a little kid, and I can eat them if they're mixed in with something. But like, it, it, I won't eat a spoonful of peas. I won't do it. They <laughs> suck. They're disgusting. They are the worst vegetable. They taste awful. Now I will do snow peas. Won't do regular peas. What about um? Oh no, no! I'm thinking of different. I'm thinking of the whole bean family, like green beans. I'll eat green beans. I'll eat eat string beans. Was that edamame? I'm okay on edamame. Okay. Yeah, lima beans are a no. Mm. Uh, but peas, yeah, peas suck. Don't don't give me a spoonful of peas. I'm not gonna eat it. Oh gosh. Well, we all know what to do as far as uh, when Matt comes to my house, get his spoonful of peas, saying you have to eat it. I won't do it. I won't do it. I I literally I couldn't tell you the last time I had a spoonful of peas. Like I just I don't I don't eat them. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I I feel like if it's mixed in, I'm like okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. But... If it's like a mixed vegetable or like if there's like a pasta with some peas or something like that. There's so many beans that go around. I'm kind of like, is that what it is? I got as dumb as this is. Jenna always makes fun of me. I got um oh god, what was it? Quinoa confused with oh what what were the beans i forget what they were yeah i don't know quinoa is okay i I, i'm starting to like quinoa yeah quinoa is not too bad not too bad of beans types of Uh, beans you got green beans lima beans um peas which are gross as we just established i don't know yeah i'm at a loss i i'm at a loss too it's it's some type of beans. Was it lima beans? I don't know. Jenna's going to be like, Mike, it was this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know in the next episode. Oh, yeah. I will know in the next episode and report back to you. Um, 
Your second one. Yeah. I, this is more so me and my soapbox for anything. Um, and, and you know about this, Matt. I hate when businesses don't focus on a digital presence. <laughs> okay. Um, so to give the example, Matt experienced this when he was over. We were going, we were trying to go to a particular restaurant. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> now I'm I, picking up what you're putting down. I called because I thought, you know, that's probably the most traditional thing to do. I wanted to see because, you know, the whole pandemic, some people take reservations, some people take walk-ins, whatever. So I tried calling them. They told me to hold. I said, okay. And then it came back on the phone. They were like, please hold. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then I had it on mute. And then I Facebook messaged their Facebook page thinking, okay, like maybe somebody's running their social media or at least had the phone on them that has it. You would so think. I, you would think. I think it was around 7 o'clock on Tuesday night. Yeah. I did not get a response till 10 a.m. Wednesday morning. And then the person was still on hold five minutes after they told me to be on hold. I hung up and I'm like, Matt, we're going to this different restaurant. Yep. Like, <laughs> I called them. They picked up immediately. I said, we'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Does does everybody not have the budget for somebody to just strictly run social media? Absolutely. But there needs to be some sort of focus and there needs to be some sort of protocol that people could follow. Well, and even like you figure most times if like when you call the front desk, I'll just say, they usually have a computer. You can have the computer up and just have someone, hey, if there's any questions that come up on Facebook, if you don't know the answer, let's find someone that does. And you could do automatic replies too on Facebook. So I don't see... They have people like me that you could pay good money for to to show you and be able to enhance your business. There you go. (laughs) That's how it's done. All right. I'm ready for your freaking ridiculous second one. (laughs) This one's not super ridiculous, but it's it's definitely a hot take. Um, I did not hate the last season of Game of Thrones. So I've every, heard, I, I, I know you spicy. I know you can't really relate can't to this. Relate. <laughs> People hated the last season I of heard. Game of Thrones, and I did not. So there's a few reasons. Okay. One was Bran a good fit for King? Did I well? Did I like Bran ending up being King of the Seven Kingdoms? No. Was it the logical choice? Sadly, yes. So to start off the series, you had Ned Stark, who was the hand of the king to Robert Baratheon. When Robert was dying, he said he wanted Ned to be king because his son was a bastard. Ned was then killed, and then we were stuck with Joffrey for two seasons. So let's say it should have been Ned. When Ned would have passed away, it would have been his son Rob, who also died, as many people did in the show. Then it would have went to John. John is also a bastard. So I don't—I I could be wrong, but I don't believe people would have been too happy with a bastard being king of the Seven Kingdoms. Then it would have went to Sansa, who didn't want it. So it was gonna fall to Bran anyway. I, listen, Bran sucks. He couldn't. He couldn't speak without reciting a poem. The last two seasons, whatever. It was inevitable that Bran was gonna be king. And it did suck that they sent John over the wall, but that's what John wanted. And it did suck that Arya went west. That's what Arya wanted. And yeah, the Stark Chosen got broken up. Oh well. It's it, like just because you don't like the outcome of a show doesn't mean the show was not good. It was still I it was a decent season. I feel like to put in my two cents, I heard a lot of the production was rushed. Um it, well, you saw a lot it of, was because they also had like two years to do it. 
you saw a lot of things like a Starbucks cup, a water bottle. Like you saw those little things that you're kind of yeah. like, okay, like they should have been able to to get rid of it. And, you know, the story was rushed apparently. And it was. Stuff, I mean, like, the, the Battle of Winterfell did go in like an episode that could have went to. And then they did kind of rush into the final battle. That part I understand, but again, it like for people say like that season ruined the show for them. Like I don't, I don't get how just because you didn't like one season it ruined the show. And I understand it was the final season, but like it, it's still maybe my favorite show. Like the seasons one through seven were awesome. Yeah, I again I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I can't really put it put in my opinion there. Yeah, when I have time. It, it, was, <laughs> epic. it was epic. Um I just feel like there's a lot of criticism when it comes to big big series like that. Like Game of Thrones is one. Star Wars for sure, because you had a lot of people that were saying they hated the sequels, but then you had people that hated the prequels, and then you had the originals that were like, Come on, like this is the best three episodes and Right. I, I just feel like you have the run of the mill individuals who are really, you know, against or for said series and you're just one of those people that you said it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And I mean George R. R. Martin didn't finish the books, so like what did you expect the producers there think exactly what he was thinking? Like right. come on. Yeah. I mean, your your point's valid. <laughs> I, I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for it, but yeah, I'm ready whatever. for it. Not Bring as much all. as the hate. Not as much as the hate as uh, Chris uh, Soft Bacon. Yeah, I got a lot for that Soft Bacon. Soft yeah, bacon. that that one was not pretty. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, when Batman, I called Batman oh not a superhero. Oh my gosh! I took a lot of shit for that, which I stand by. He's not a superhero. I but I think you're fine with this Game of Thrones. That one, not so much. I don't um, know. Anyway, (laughs) oh man, I'm always in a laughing mood at the end of every episode, but anyway, if you are looking for some fun stuff, make sure you follow our social medias, Funny Business Entertainment on Facebook, Instagram, and Funny Business EN on Twitter. Um, We do have a YouTube channel, so make sure if you want to listen to these in the video format, there's a lot of weird things that happen in between that you really don't see in the audio format, Um, so if you need a recap, feel free to do it then. Um, we try to live stream because that's just us. We haven't had yeah. the time yet, but to me, I think we're, we actually are able to now based on some of the things that we've been right. doing. I mean, I finally got my microphone to work. So, and yep. you got your setup ready to go. Matt's getting his PS five soon. So, uh, well, be... not promised, but hopefully <laughs> we'll see that in 2021. So be ready for it. <laughs> Most likely. Maybe. Um, and just, Thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, Matt, what do you got? What do you think of my shirt? I love it. It's Reptar. Yep. For those who aren't watching, I got a Reptar shirt on today. It's like a collared shirt, not really a t-shirt, but thought I'd dress up a little bit for the pod today. Yeah, I decided to go with a t-shirt. But however, guys, got a new chair if you didn't see it. Yeah, new gamer chair. Gamer chair. (laughs) Gamer chair alert. I have never realized how much I've cheated on my body for a chair that was in this room beforehand. Like Matt's seen the chair. This chair is special to me. It's still in my living room because I can't toss it. Right. Um, It's literally a chair that I had in the TV studio of my high school. Um, It just memories. Apparently, I guess it was uncomfortable because that's what made me work more and be able to work harder. But uh, man, I'm a full-time employee. I can sit in a computer chair and Absolutely. dude, this is comfortable. So I'm definitely getting one when I get my own place. Oh, that's that's dude, a fact. 
when you move in with me. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sorry, better. Jenna. <laughs> even better. <laughs> well, until next time, guys, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. We also got our highlight for the week now. About me and my 600 feet. <laughs> that was epic. Oh, <laughs> oh. All right, let me delete the Santa's yum nuts. <laughs> it just sounded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.